0: American Craftsman Podcast is sponsored by Hafla. Hafla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries. From hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, wood glue, shop carts, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as Lux LED lighting, and Slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at hayfla.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Back and better than ever. Yeah, in this hot office, <laughs> we turn off the fan for you guys.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you only knew.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does sound a lot better without the fan on. Um, and I can hear it. I can hear it when I talk. Yeah, yeah. that it's cutting out the fan and cutting out some of my speaking. Yours not so much. I, I don't know. Yeah, might just have to do with the. Whatever whatever uh wavelength we're speaking in, yes, um, so yeah, we're back a lot a lot going on since um since, last week since we last spoke,
1: a tremendous amount has has gone on, some big, some little yeah. just
0: a lot of interesting stuff for us. yeah, so last we spoke, we were getting ready to receive the laser. That's where we left off. oh my gosh
1: that, that feels like a lifetime ago now,
0: yeah. There's a lot, a lot's been going on. So the laser did show up, um, pretty shortly after, pretty shortly after, pretty soon after finishing the, um, podcast, if I remember correctly, like within, I don't even know, 15, 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. That's a big blur now.
0: Yeah. So it showed up and, um, it was on, a, oh, it was in a big crate and. The crate was sideways in a box truck, so there <laughs> was no <laughs> access for the forks. Um, you know who uh, built this crate in the direction that they did, and why I'm not quite sure. But um, so we had to you know get unorthodox with it as as per usual with our machine deliveries. Yeah. Um, you're quite the forklift operator now. I have to say, <laughs> I'm I'm unofficially certified because you really
1: had to like just. I mean, first off, our forks are a little uneven because one's bent. A little. (laughs) Like three inches (laughs) uneven. Three inches. (laughs) One's higher than the other. So Jeff had to like just grab like an inch Mm -hmm. of material hanging over the side of the pallet and sort of drag this 1,000-pound load to the end of the... To the end of the truck i mean it was it was quite a
0: feat yeah we uh i was able to pick it up a little bit off of this tiny little ledge that there was uh, you know between the the end of the crate and the skid there was like a one inch space and we shoved some blocking underneath a bit and then i got underneath and dragged it out and then we did the old uh uh, lift gate forklift tag team combo to get it down to the ground, and then the thing was too big to pick up with the forklift anyway. Yeah, um, because it it the crate was you know just slightly bigger than the machine. The machine is sixty by eighty five, bigger than a super queen mattress. Yeah, so even yeah, it's like a California queen. Um, so even at six feet deep, uh, five feet deep. Now it must have been more than that. Yeah, well, the crate was wider than the machine. Yeah, not by much, though. No. No. So the direction that the forks were was only, should only have been like 60 inches, maybe 64 inches. Yeah. Our forks are 42. And, you know, what it was, I was picking it up from the front of the machine. Yeah. And all that, a lot of that stuff is in the back of the machine. So, you know, all the weight, if I had been able to get to the other side, which would have been impossible because of the way it was in the truck, I probably would have been able to pick it up with 42 inch forks, but uh, the weight was just all off. So, we, we, uh, same thing we did with the edge bander forklift on one side, pal jack on the other side, wheeled it into the shop, uh, uncrated it. And then I didn't think of this. I probably could have gotten around to the other side, mm-hmm. but it was blocking the, there was no way to get to the other yeah. side of the forklift.
1: But you left out the fact that the, the packing material. <laughs> Was like an inch bigger than the than the whole oh, yeah, laser. Yeah.
0: It was just like in there with like a little bit of cardboard. All the way from the other side of the world. Yeah, with a laser tube, you know, which is extremely <laughs> fragile and could break, you know. And four screws holding it down. Yeah. Luckily, it's so heavy that it's like self supporting, I feel like. Yeah. So, yeah, so we got it uncreated and uh, we had to put some two by fours on top of the forks sticking out the other side. Then we put a ratchet strap around the two <laughs> by fours and then strap that to the mast of the forklift to lift it off of the pallet. Yeah. It was, it was another one of those. Yeah. And they want a video, um, like a unboxing setup kind of thing. I think, I don't know what I'm going to say. Like if you don't own a forklift, good luck. Yeah. And if you don't own a forklift with, you know, six foot forks, good luck. Um, we did have a forklift service yesterday. Thank goodness. Schedule maintenance. Um, our first schedule maintenance on our 1989 Clark. What 5, was that to his name?
1: Pound. I can't remember now. I don't know. He was cool. He was, I, I yeah. wished
0: that he would be our regular guy. Yeah. He was nice. Um, young, young guy, probably in his, I don't know, mid early twenties. Um, I'm assuming he could, yeah. have been, he could have been older for all I know, but he, he, looked, se- young. Yeah, he, he looked young and he seemed, seemed young. A um, little timid at first, but he kind of warmed up to us a little bit.
2: Is that our front door? Might have been. Want check it? Yeah, I'll check. I'll pull out the, the 12 gauge. I got your back. <laughs> no? Somebody was knocking on something.
1: The package delivery service around here is
0: real sketchy. Yeah. It sounded like this. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. So he, he did the schedule maintenance on the forklift, which we signed up for a plan. It's every six months we get the schedule maintenance for 150 bucks, which is like the best deal going. Yeah. He was here for two hours. Easy. Yeah. Maybe uh, the first time. Cause it hadn't been touched probably in freaking 30 years. Um, but, you know, they like lube the mast and lube up everything and check everything. And he found the source of our leak, which is the uh, hydraulic cylinder for the side shift. It's a very small leak. Um, so we're supposed to get a price on that. The contactors in the back are, are pretty shot, which I think is probably that gas pedal problem mm-hmm. that I'm having. And maybe even that lift. Yeah, because
1: that kind of is how the whole thing operates. Yeah, and well,
0: and when it doesn't go, and I have the thing, it goes tick, 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 tick. So that's the contactor trying to make contact to tell it to go. Um, and oh, oh, and one yeah. of the pulleys is is jacked up. Yeah, and it's kind of like rubbing the sheathing off the hose. Yeah, so we'll see. You know, I'm sure if they're going to come back. It's going to be a couple thousand bucks or something, <laughs> but. Yeah, we don't want the forklift to break down. No, no. and um, That's a couple thousand bucks now. Getting a different forklift or a new forklift is a whole time and money suck. And and he said he was really surprised at how good a shape ours is in because of its age. Yeah, it's only got 1,700 hours and it's 34 years old. He said he sees a lot of like 2018s with 5,000 hours. So... It, uh, it's got a ton of life left in it, you know, use new tires at some point, it seems like, and, and be nice to have new forks. Uh, That's we'll see. They're supposed to come back with us, come back to us with some prices. Um, so yeah, back to the laser, we, um, we got it over to where the old laser was. We took the move that, which is just sitting in the middle of the shop now, like it was in the old shop, um, right next to the Quincy and Saturday, this past Saturday, I came in and um and hooked it up you know uh had to fill up the chiller hook the hoses up take all the pack you know they um zip tie the axis and stuff like that so it doesn't get all jacked up during shipping it's a nice little red ribbon in there yeah yeah that actually that's all there was was that ribbon they didn't really zip tie anything (laughs) um but i got it fired up It, it does fire We haven't done anything with it or even cut (coughs) anything with it. Aside from I fired the laser twice just to see, make sure that it's actually firing. And it is. Um, I jogged the head around a bunch and moved the table up and down. So it is working. Um, We just got a lot of shit going on and we're supposed to be filming. You know, we're supposed to be making content around this thing. So I don't want to do something and then have to do it again to get it on film. Like I'll just uh, do it all at once. Um, so I'm thinking we'll probably, uh, cut a today's craftsman sign. That'll be like the first thing that we try on it. Aside from obviously we'll, we'll do some, um, test cuts, whatever. Um, and then we'll have to get into the boxes when the, when the material shows up, which is probably about another uh, week or two weeks out. My God. Yeah. So that was Thursday.
1: Yeah. That's only one day past
0: the podcast. Not even. It's yes. the same day. Friday. Uh what the hell did we do Friday? We went somewhere, didn't we?
1: We went to RT. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. So Friday, we we uh left the shop about six o'clock, drove three hours and fifteen minutes out to our first stop, Picture Rocks, Pennsylvania, to Lewis Lumber Products. Yeah. I got my uh pads right here. i got all our swag still yeah. on the desk. I like having like about four, like, look, I got stuff on this, this, this. Yeah. <laughs> i know (laughs) um i i don't like having to take off the top sheet to get to the next one if i'm if i'm still trying to keep track Mm. of it um so lewis lumber products is a um lumber supplier and um, you know they do custom uh milling and custom molding stuff like that so we met keith who is the president and he took us around um for like about 90 minutes. Yeah, it
1: was a, it was a very thorough tour. Mm-hmm.
0: He was really open about all kinds of things uh, regarding the business. Yeah, super cool guy. He was a, I don't know if he was a, was he a buyer or a salesman for Rex? I think he was a salesman. Yeah, for Rex Lumber over here in, in uh, English Town, New Jersey for a long time um, before he got with Lewis. Um, I think... I forget what the story was. If you listen to episode 2 of the RT Machine Company podcast, and we highly recommend the episode's yeah. really good. It is. Um he was the guest and he goes through the origin stories. I think he started it with a, one of the Lewis's and then I don't, I don't remember if they passed away or maybe they're still a part of the company. I forget, but um basically he's he's running the show for the most part now, I believe, and um They have the hardwoodrack.com, which is their online retail division of the company. So you can go buy, like, the way we get the stuff from Okuch. You could go on there and buy pieces of wood to do, you know, smaller stuff with.
1: Project style stuff.
0: Yeah. So I'd be interested in talking to Keith uh, on the next run of boxes about doing the material. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know pricing wise how competitive it'll be, but, you know, I I wouldn't want to abandon Okuch, but. Lewis is a little closer to home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're just starting to get into this sort of like uh, retail, mm-hmm. not uh, hobbyist and, and garage yeah. and
0: small DIY, kind of marketplace. Yeah. Like come in. They, I, I forget when they open the retail part. I think they've had that for a long time. Like I, uh, what did he say? 15 years or something. I forget. They have like a, you know, a walk-in retail store where you can just buy, um, all S4S stuff. Yeah. That's,
1: it's it's a really
0: nice display. Yeah. Slabs, moldings. Um, you know, you can go in and buy, I don't know if they'll cut. They did have a saw. Mm -hmm. So I guess you can just go buy like five board feet or two board feet of something. Um, but yeah, cool, cool place. Old brick building in the front and then uh you know there's an old building that was a kiln you got to listen to the podcast you know i don't want to ruin it for you either but um really cool big wine 12 inch molder (laughs) you know ironwood uh finishing planer running like they were running it at 50 it probably runs double that if i had to guess yeah we were jealous uh yates Uh, roughing planer, they got the vacuum lifts, lifting up three 16-foot boards at a time, dropping them on the conveyor belt to run through the rip saw. I mean, really, really freaking cool. They're cutting their own knives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have a Weinig uh, knife grinder that balances the head. We're looking at the head balancer. I mean, crazy stuff, like crazy. They had a bandsaw that was 15 feet tall. (laughs) It had like a four-inch wide blade on it.
1: I know that
0: thing was massive, right? Yeah. With the resaw, you know, a power, like double power fed resaw.
2: Yeah. Crazy. Um, That was, that was really cool to go out and see that. Yeah. Um,
1: One thing I wanted to, you know, in case people don't listen to uh, the RT podcast with Lewis on, there's one little bit of information that Keith. we learned. Uh, I'm sorry. I keep calling him Lewis because it's Lewis Lumber. <laughs> um, the, the stuff about using found wood, Mm -hmm. like pallet wood, um, when, when wood is kiln dried, it it kills all the insects and things like that in there, which is a really important step. Yep. You're going to bring this wood and this wooden object that you create into your home. Um, you could accidentally infest your home.
0: Yeah. That was one of the things that I never thought about was that, You know, when you're buying, not even pallet wood, but just wood that some guy Mm -hmm. milled up. If they're not using a high heat kiln, yeah, there's, there could still be bugs and stuff in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was really interesting. And uh, I thought it was worth passing on to anybody who's, who's listening out there. Yeah. So that was a bit of, that was Friday morning. Then we got to uh, RT. Yep. Which was just down the road in Hughesville. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've been friends with RT, you've heard us talking about them and, uh, they sold us, uh, they facilitated the sale of our, uh, edge bander, our Sahisa. Yep. We know Brian and Ron and we got to meet everybody else there, uh, Mm -hmm. with Brenda and, um, Corey. Wait, Brenda? No,
0: there's no, no Brenda. Jill. <laughs> Brenda's Brenda from Fest. Fest. <laughs> yeah, Brenda. I forget the other woman's name who was at the first desk. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Cody, Dean, Eric, Ron, of course. Yeah, and Brian. Yeah. Um, it, it's great going
1: out there because it it really um reinforces the relationship. You mm-hmm.
0: know, it's, it was it was totally worth the trip. Oh, yeah. Sat down, had a nice lunch. Yeah, they, they treated us to lunch. I was spaced out texting Austin for making oh, a okay, but yeah. So if I'm saying things that you already said, stop me. No, that's all right. But, yeah, we, you know, walked around and looked at everything they have. It's crazy. Yeah, so the,
1: they are they the U.S.'s or the Northeast's largest? I think it's North America. North America's largest used machinery dealer? I think, yeah, just machinery dealer in general. Because <laughs> so, of the square footage like 80 or 100,000 square foot, their shops.
0: Peter and Woodworking Machinery are the huge inventory of both new and used industry top manufacturers. 80,000 square foot warehouse stocked with over 600 woodworking machines. Yeah, it was, you know, it was really cool
1: seeing all these things that, are, <laughs> I mean, you sometimes you don't even know they exist. Mm-hmm. Like a machine that does X, Y, and Z. It's like, oh, and... And the thing with RT is they'll take a machine that is already crazy, uh, intricate, and massive, and they'll modify it. Mm
3: -hmm. They'll
1: say, "Ah, you know, I want these things to come in from the right instead of the left, and then I want it to apply glue here and press on this laminate, and then I want it to, you know, come out this other side. And
0: Yeah, they'll take a machine that's 100 years old and bring it up to the new standards with all new electronics Mm -hmm. and controls and it's crazy
1: yeah it it is pretty amazing to think they've assembled that much talent and expertise Mm -hmm.
0: out there just to know that those things are possible you know we're sitting there talking and i'm like thinking to myself i'm like never even imagined that these things were possible like we Mm -hmm. think about like oh man imagine Imagine if we had a machine that could do this, but it's like, imagine if we could just ask somebody to make a machine that does this. And, and they do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, they make all their own parts. They got a metal shop. They mill, they can mill gears. They yep. weld, they paint, they yep. finish. They will create controls. So there's computerized controls and wiring.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not only that, they also sell new machines from mm-hmm. all these different brands. So they have to have a huge knowledge base about, machines that a don't even exist anymore and b all these new machines and the new technology, um, you know, in the, uh, not the most recent episode because that's the one that we were on, uh, the one prior to that, you know, they were talking about the Altendorf handguard, mm-hmm. and like, you know, they all have to school up on all these new things that that come out constantly. So,
1: yeah.
0: uh, Brian actually sent an email over the other day of, uh, what was that? Brand that it was Paulini, and then it became oh, some of the Yeah, earth.
1: it's um. I should know
0: this because it's a uh, female. Oh, female, female, yeah, F I M A L. Concept three fifty. Actually, I forgot to respond to this um, this email, but it uh. let me see if I can turn this. It's insane. It's like a panel saw, like a horizontal panel saw, but. I, uh, I can't have the, the audio on because it'll probably sound horrible. And also, it's funny because it's an Italian machine, but the, um, yeah, it's, it's in German. It. Okay.
2: So it's a horizontal panel saw, but it has like this crosscut fence and stuff.
0: So You can just like uh-huh. stick a piece of wood in there and it'll come by and chop it. It's got all these crazy lights.
2: It like, looks like it belongs on a spaceship. Masterwood—that's what Tom's uh, CNC was. So pretty cool. It's called the Female Concept 350. If you guys look it up, you can see what we're talking about. But
0: you know, it's like the lights turn red when the thing starts to move down. Then it it
2: cuts bevels, and it's crazy. You put the wood down, and it clamps. It's In place
1: and yeah, like look at these
2: little, these little flippers and stuff. I don't even know what the hell they do. Like some kind of stop, and then it goes. I'm looking at it like, man, that's a lot of stuff that could break. That's
0: what RT is there for. Yeah,
2: but some of these machines, and that's the other thing we didn't talk about RT is, look, this guy's like ripping rough lumber through it. You know, these things are built straight lining it. They're mm-hmm. built to such a high
0: standard, these type of machines that, you know, we look at it as something that will break. Yeah. I mean, look at that. He just he just resawed a freaking little piece off of it. Um typically those things are built for high production environments. Yeah, they're not gonna sell this is an industrial machine. If it breaks down, well, guess who's never gonna buy that machine again? (laughs) All of the people who are buying these types of machines. Um but yeah, that was the other thing about RT is you know, is the service. Like they have a huge service division with like I don't even know what they have, like fifteen trucks on the road or something. Yeah, I think they said they had like thirty something guys in the service department, right? Yeah. So they have guys that travel all over the country. You know, literally coast to coast to go work on people's machines, mm-hmm. and they're contracted out by a lot of these big um, manufacturers to service their machines. So you know, brand X, you have a CNC from brand X or a whatever panel saw from brand X, and you contact them. You're having issues, while well, they contact RT and say, "Can you send out a tech?" Yeah. to So I mean, they're they're true experts in in all this stuff. And what's cool is they come to our little shop
3: mm-hmm yeah
0: you know the very approachable yeah yeah i mean they're like they're working with million dollar machines and you know you can buy a laguna bandsaw from them if you want right, right. and i'm sure the service is the same yeah i mean that's what we found mm-hmm. so that was our friday um we got back here shit i don't even know it's at night something yeah, like that yeah um you drove like six and a half hours, yeah, yeah, I'm getting used to that um then Monday was the day that our hammer sander showed up so that came um nine, about a nine fifty s
1: is that what it's called
0: uh h s nine fifty h s nine fifty yeah horizontal sander nine fifty i think is the the diameter of the belt. Uh, Let me see. 950 divided by 25.4. Yeah, millimeters. Our friend, the metric system. 37? No, that's wrong.
2: Uh, Maybe it's like the length of the platen. Mm. It's 37 inches. That would make sense. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway.
0: They call it the HS950. Yeah. Wait. Wait. 25.4.
3: Wait.
0: No. I was going to say maybe it's the in millimeters the height but it's no uh, that'd be two that'd be 3.7 inches i don't know it's something it stands (laughs) for something um so yeah we got that that was that was packed um like the sanding head and motor was one unit and then the base was a couple that's the one thing that everybody complains about about that sander is that the base is kind of shoddy um I say the quality of it is very good, the base, but it is like, you know, when you're putting it together, you kind of seem like, man, this is just like three pieces of sheet metal. Minimalistic. Yeah. Then you put the top sander, sander motor section on top and then put the back on. So it's, it's kind of sketchy at first, but once you get it all together, it's super solid. Um, What's your first impression of the machine? For two grand... I mean like shipped it was like 2100 bucks or something. We got it on sale. I don't I don't think it was a very significant sale. So let's say 2500 bucks out the door. You can't tell me that there's a better quality built sander than that for that price. There's no way. Yeah. Cuz if you look at Grizzly or Jet or Bailey or South Bend or whatever name any of those Laguna Yeah, and you look at their sanders in that price range the specs aren't comparable. And I know the build quality is not comparable because right. that thing is nice. Yeah. Cause we have, uh, an old sander that's kind of built that way. One of it's those a wood tech. Yeah. Taiwanese yep. sanders. Yeah. Um, you know, when you look at those import machines, so the hammer line hammer is made by Felder and you know format four is the top of the line. Felder's the midline and hammer is the, the, um, Like consumer almost? Yeah, like the hobbyist line. I I guess they kind of marketed it as. um, It's an Austrian company. These machines are assembled in Austria, from what I understand, but the parts are all imported. But if you look at any of these imported, you know, uh, Taiwanese or Chinese built tools, and you look close, the castings are super crusty. The welds are all real ugly. The paint job is bad. Um there's significant difference. Yeah. I mean, significant. This machine is clean. It is super clean. There's not, you know, the one thing I noticed is where those brackets were holding it to the crate. Mm-hmm. You know, they had rubbed a, a little bit of paint off. Like that was the only right. thing I noticed where I was like, oh, you know, it's, you know. Because whenever you buy a new machine, you know, whatever, like the wide belt sander, you know, we spent like sixty five hundred bucks on that. Um, You get it and you spend all this money and then you start to look and you're like, Oh man, you're like disappointed with all these little details. This thing, you know, the little locking knobs, the, I don't know what you call those. It's like 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 almost
1: ratcheting and right. You can press um, the button and it returns on itself.
0: No, like, well, it's the kind where you would pull it out to like reset the position on the clock. I don't know what they call those. It's like a, like a, like a T, not a T handle, like a lever handle. Yeah, well, you know um you know that they use on all to lock stuff down like they're made out of metal they're mm-hmm. not plastic um, they're all
1: made out of plastic i mean
0: yeah just like little details like that are are nice the way that the bed moves up and down and moves super smooth um the way that the, the dust shroud it's like twice it, as thick yeah it's just it's really nice i, I couldn't be happier for the the price. And it plowed through the material like nobody's business. Yeah. It's three horsepower. The one that we have is one and a half. I think so, yeah. And uh we didn't realize until yesterday that we could have wired that up to twenty, which would probably give it some more oomph, maybe, but um it was sorely lacking. Yeah, non-oscillating. So this one is oscillating. It's six by I think it's ninety-nine is what it works out to be. Um lengthwise,
1: not nine fifty yeah I, don't,
0: I I still don't know what nine fifty is let me see they have a spec, I think it's like nineteen hundred and let me see it's a sweet machine, and um I'm looking forward to using it, believe it or not, yeah, on the boxes that is, which are coming up, so it's still on sale, one thousand nine hundred and ninety five dollars And um, I don't know if they still have it, but we got freight for 150 bucks, which was a good deal. And uh, I think we got tax exemption. I remember. Oh, so Mm -hmm. the belts are 2515.
2: So just under 100 inches. Yeah, enough. Wait a minute. 2515 divided by 25.4. 99.015748. 99.015748.
1: Makes
0: sense. So 99 inch belt. Um, and I was surprised if you look at the sanding belts on Felder Group website.
2: So you get a, uh, where does it say? A pack of five, $37.40. That's a good deal.
0: Even on Amazon, the crappy ones are, you know, you could pay that much for five. Yeah. Yeah. Those belts weren't the best that we were using either. No. And it was always like, I always forgot to order them. So we needed them on short notice and we were using 240 and, um, we should do some experiments this time and see yeah. how low we can go with both sandpapers and get a good mm-hmm. finish, but using 240 and then sanding back to 180 with the orbital. Um, so we were buying three packs. <laughs> Of 6 we, by 89 we, 80, we got, 120, and 240, so we have about a billion and yeah, a half.
1: there's like 40, 80, and 100 grip belts up there, 120. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because I went up there to, to write the ad. If you're in the market for a really sweet used wood tech at a bargain basement price, green and yellow, colorway,
2: I know where you can find one, Keensburg, New Jersey. We just got an email come in, blah, 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 blah. They want to get the,
0: they want the vanity in the mirror A- ASAP. Like everybody
3: else.
0: <laughs> I, who's gonna, I don't like bursting people's bubbles. I don't know. <laughs> everybody wants to jump to the front of the line.
1: Yeah. Oh man. We, you know, things just kind of exploded.
0: Well, you want to wrap up? We, did we wrap up the hammer? yeah the hammers all set up ran the dust collection I was able to get a four inch spiral T on Amazon like with same day delivery I think which was really cool and it was a good price you know not much more than what you would get at you know like a supplier of that mm-hmm. stuff so it was a it was it was about the most painless machine delivery setup that we've ever had
1: yeah we had to lift up the 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 working part of it with the fork because we yeah. were we could have muscled it, but, but. The,
0: part, the side with the motor on it, which you tried to pick up was that was going to cause some pain. Yeah. Like the drum on the end, like dug into my collarbone. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to, I don't feel like getting into this. You don't want to drop it. And then, yeah, yeah. It was a little, it was a little heavy. Yeah. So that was our Monday. Then Tuesday, wow. Tuesday, we went up to Rutherford.
1: Oh, geez. Yeah.
0: Tuesday we had uh Suprema. Yeah. What do we do in the morning? Do um, we do something? I think we, did we work? Yeah. But I feel like something, ha- something else.
3: Uh, was that the
1: day
0: we registered for the mom project? Or was that
1: yesterday?
2: <sighs> I think that was the day you registered. That's all this week. That's crazy. Maybe. Uh yeah, yeah, it must have been. Yeah, so you know, we've just been
0: overrun with uh requests for quotes and it's just like I haven't been able to get off of the computer. It's crazy, and and I'm still ignoring people.
1: I think you went over to um Holly Tree. Is that was that the Holly Lane? Is, uh, is that the name of that? Uh with Andy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was Tuesday. Or maybe yeah. that was Monday <clears throat> Monday before the standard came. I don't know. Um, uh, no, it was Tuesday because it was the 15th. Yeah, so I went over and confirmed a couple of things on this job that we're doing for uh, the builder with whom we did the kitchen with Lindsay mm-hmm. down in Brick just recently. Um, so just confirmed a couple of things, picked up a check. We have Neil from MT Tool Company. He's making knives and uh, we're getting some heads from Charles GG Smith, which those heads are being made they ran out and they were making another batch, which it's cool that they make their own shaper heads and everything. So, um, getting into the, um, corrugated shaper knives, which is a really cool thing that, you know, I've been pretty intrigued by over the last couple of years, you know, being able to have custom knives made for the shaper, not just the hussy, the hussy is tough to use. And for, you know, like you can't build doors. (laughs) My thumb still hurts. Yeah. You can't build doors (laughs) on a hussy, you know? So we have, um, this profile that they were looking for i couldn't find it stock mm-hmm. anywhere i didn't mean i didn't look that hard but you know for say uh 650 700 bucks we got a matched coping stick set with two two heads that we can use on other jobs you know yeah, you can just take cool. the knives out and get any type of um you know coping stick set or whatever you get any profile made and kneel super fast you know if uh if those heads weren't held up, we'd probably already have everything here. Um so yeah, we'll be doing that. Oh. The mom project. So yeah, anyway, we've just had uh, we have so much, so many inquiries coming in and um and all that. It's just a lot to try and keep track of and with scheduling, you know, we have like like eight projects going on right now in the shop. Literally. Might even I think no- it's more now. It might even be 9 because yeah. this one email <laughs> kind of ignore. Yeah. Might even be 10. <laughs> so like 10 jobs happening simultaneously in the shop. We need like some admin help. Um so I found a a website called the Mom Project and it's um it's basically a place where, you know, women who were uh, you know, professional whatever. It, there's a multitude of different um uh, expertise represented um who you know took some they have basically they have like gaps in their resume where they you know had kids stayed at home things like that so it matches people up who are looking for uh, mostly remote and part-time help with different things um helps match you with someone so we have we actually have an interview today at 3:30 with a, a local woman um So we'll see. It seems like a a good resource, you know, if you need that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, they handle the 1099 stuff.
0: Yep. They take a little 20% on top, which, you know.
1: Just a little slice you add to the salary. But, I mean, if you're getting, like, in our position, we're looking to reduce our paperwork load, so to speak. So we'd be, you know... Robin peter to pay paul if we had to start doing yeah. paperwork to have an employee which we don't have any you and know so that would create this other layer of responsibilities
0: yeah and they like vet these people to a certain degree you know what i mean it's not like you put an ad on facebook and you have every yeah. crazy and their mother calling you up looking for a job you know these people have the, the resumes are posted right there all the you know it's 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 definitely a good tool. They're and, legit. Yeah. You have to pay for these kind of things. It's not, you know, you want convenience. It costs money. So, right. Everybody's got to make a little bit. That's how the world goes around. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. She seems like a good candidate. Um. You know, she's like a secretary at a, multiple schools and stuff. So I could, you know, that's a complicated sort of thing. Um. And we had another one that, that seemed pretty good who had like some design experience and stuff, Mm -hmm. industrial design, but I don't, I, maybe they declined the interview. I don't know how, how it works. I'm not sure. But we actually, uh, yesterday you give like a window of time when you can take an interview. And, um, John was here yesterday. We are shooting a video on a miter saw stand, which, um, should be out probably this weekend on today's craftsman. um, and I guess she picked an interview slot like two thirty to three, and I didn't see the email until like almost. for uh, me, it was two to two thirty. I didn't see it until almost three, so we rescheduled for today. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. How'd you hear about the Mom Project? I think I just searched like freelance admin, mm-hmm. and it just came up.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: Yeah, because I'd never heard of it. Me neither. Um, and like, do we have like a contact there, this woman, Morgan in Chicago, and we've had like two phone conversations. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a cool thing. Um, I told my wife about it. She was very in support of it. She, yeah. She liked the idea of the mom project. Yeah. I'm sure somebody out there listening is going to burn their ass. Like, you know, everybody's <laughs> pissed off. Or anybody else is getting some kind of help. <laughs> Where's the dad project? <laughs> That projects everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God.
1: That's where it is. Yep. <laughs>
0: oh man. I know what you're talking about though. <laughs> um, so that took us to two oh no, we didn't even talk about where we went. Tuesday we went up to Rutherford to the restaurant, yes. met Jacqueline. Jacqueline was having lunch, yeah. or I think getting ready to have lunch. We met her at this restaurant that we have to bid some banquettes and some some other stuff, cool project, big arch. What
1: the hell was that? I don't know, but you should, you should tell everyone, remind them, that Jacqueline was
0: our star guest. Oh, yeah, they know. They, they still they know. know. <laughs> it's fresh in their memory. <laughs> like some 24-inch deep arch arched, like niche, Things. I mean, really cool um banquette, you know, uh curved banquettes and straight banquettes and all kinds of stuff. So we got that that we gotta put some rough numbers on. She's always got some interesting twist to
1: her work. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, that's one thing I really appreciate about working with Jacqueline.
0: Yeah. We're working through that built in job right now. It's all taken apart, ready for finish. Um, so probably start spraying that tomorrow morning. But wow. We got another we got a meeting tomorrow morning at 10 so maybe we'll get it get a little bit of it done beforehand maybe i can get the doors doors primed um and then get into the paint which is that paint water mix stain thing mm-hmm. that i cooked up uh two well, one part paint one part water, water. And one part,
1: what's what's two
0: parts it's one part of one color one part of another color and two parts water so yeah okay. half paint Half water, but two different paints, and then it'll get a, uh, a ultra flat water based finish on top, um, dead flat varnish by Modern Masters. And the doors are getting a flat white, and then they'll get the flat top coat as well.
1: So everybody looks happy together.
0: Yeah, um, that's been kicking around the shop for friggin' <sighs> two months or something. Yeah, well, and
1: we'll get to the the longest guest. Yeah, and we have the <laughs> longest banquette.
0: house guest. Yeah, the <laughs> fluted banquet that goes along with that, uh, built in as well. And yeah. Jim Jamal will be doing the cushions. Sent over the dimensions a little bit late. I might not on my part. No, a little bit late uh, on the dimensions, but so get to work, Jim, if uh, if you're listening uh, for that. Which I think it's going to be like a camel. Camel mm. color, is what I saw. Nice. Which would be cool. Um, Keep with that that whole tonality. Yeah. With kids, though. Yeah, it's going to get dirty <laughs> fast. Toast. So put zippers on it, Jim. Or just make two and keep them on the side. <laughs> two is not enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was our Tuesday. Wednesday was yesterday, and um. We John worked. was here. Yeah, we worked a little bit, and then John came about nine thirty, and we shot a video on this uh, mobile miter saw stand that I that I uh, concocted. We were wanting to do something with the miter saw so that we can like bring it over to the rough lumber or um, whatever. Sometimes we have to cut moldings and stuff. Like if we're cutting crown molding for a a cabinet job, cutting it, pre-cutting it in the shop. We have no choice but to use a miter saw. We, we try and use the um, table saw for any finish cuts, but, you know, you can only cut crown molding on a miter saw, really, unless you want to get it to frigging bevel, you know, cutting mm-hmm. on the flat, which good luck on a table saw. You're going to freaking pull your hair out with the geometry. Um, I mean, I only cut crown nested unless it's too big to cut nested. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we want to be able to move this thing around the shop. And not only that, the the wall where the miter saw is is where we're trying to create this today's craftsman wall so that we can do some oh my god, is this another email? Yeah, yeah. I just saw Oh my god. <laughs> today's Craftsman wall where we can shoot some videos, you know, have a backdrop there where we can shoot some videos while we hopefully get the old shop set up as like the studio or whatever. So we wanted to be able to pull it out. And it was on this giant friggin' husky toolbox. That's like 40 some odd inches tall, which we just got used to. Yeah. <laughs> After a couple of <laughs> years. So yeah, I had an idea. It's like the hardest part of doing a mobile miter saw thing is the wings, like having support that also folds out of the way. You know, you put it on butt hinges and then you got to put a stick underneath of it. Like I a, hate that. A, a, yeah. And it's never, there's no adjustment. So I said, let me just find a miter saw stand and we'll hack it up and just like bolt it to the top of a cabinet and just put the saw on top. So that's what we did. You know, just built a melamine cabinet out of scrap. Melamine. Yeah, that was left over from a job in April. Um, It's like less than two sheets to build the whole thing. The stand, which was like 80, uh, 70 bucks from Harbor Freight, you know, just took a, ended up using a Sawzall and cut the legs off. Screwed it to the top of this cabinet. Screwed a, a cord reel on the side where I actually I cut the ends off and flipped them so that the plug, the uh, the plug end, not the socket end, is yeah. the part that pulls out. So we got 30 feet of cord. You know, we can plug this thing anywhere. The vacuum goes in on the inside. Then the hoses and everything come out of the back. And it's got two adjustable shelves. You know, it should work out pretty nice. Yeah. We yeah. could stick blades, you know, on the shelves. It's like 12 and 5 Ace wide or something. They're already,
1: the blades are already in there. Oh. I had to, had to clear out the, the old tool chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, you know, because the 12-inch blades don't fit in the table saw cabinet where we have the other blades. It's like, you know. What did Lou say? I'm listening to the podcast this morning, and I was listening to Steely Dan Peg on my way in can't believe the people wanted to
2: sell that awesome wine cabinet. Yeah. Too funny. You're on this week's podcast now. Yeah, live uh call arena. So, Lou, if you're listening, we just got your text. Um
0: yeah, Lou's referencing the RT Machine podcast. We were talking about the the origin of the name Green Street Joinery and how in the song "Peg" by Steely Dan, he says something like, eh, uh, down to Green Street, there you go. And it was like one of those things where it was like, oh, wow. Because Green Street was a name that we
2: were already kicking around. Yeah, it was uh, kismet. Yeah. Um. So yeah, John shot the
0: video on the miter saw stand. That was from like 9.30 to maybe 1.30. We shot the uh, video announcing the winner of the giveaway on the Today's Craftsman channel. And uh, then the forklift guy showed up. So he did yeah. his thing. And then today we've been all over again. First went to the salon job that we just got and uh, measured up some stuff there. It was a good thing that you know, we went because there were some discrepancies yeah. with like the plumbing, yeah, the plumbing and stuff. Uh, so that was good.
1: The plumbing would have missed cabinets completely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so better to know that now than on install day. Save everybody Holy the stress. Um, and the electrical is as well. You know, they, they yeah can fix that. Yeah, and the 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 wash sinks. You know, the the plumbing mm-hmm. made a change there. So that's all good. Um, so we measured that up. That's another job with Lindsay, which yeah. I'd love to get Lindsay on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. That'd be cool. Yeah, she'd be a great guest. I think Corey and Rob. Corey asked if they could come out and be on the podcast. Which, of course, the answer is yes. So hopefully, we'll have those guys on CT Woodwork.
3: Oh, in the next we
0: couple of weeks.
1: Mentioned uh on our trip how we listened to uh, Corey's interview.
0: Yes, with Ethan Abramson.
1: You guys should check it out.
0: Yep, that was good. Corey's got a good, um, a good story, you know, behind all of his woodworking that he's been doing, and a, a lot of, of
1: a lot of really good questions. I thought, yeah,
0: yeah. Ethan's got good questions. The delivery is a little, <laughs> little stale for me, but he's a he's a nice guy. Yes, he, um, yes.
1: I I would I would like to hear maybe him let his guard down a little bit. I'll say,
0: yes, I like uh, real world Ethan more than um, produced right. Um, so yeah, that was good. It's called building a furniture brand with Ethan Abramson Corey was on that uh, came out yesterday. So check that out. Um, after that, so we, I ordered yesterday morning, a uh, a, uh, Capex KS 60, the cordless from tool nut. And, uh, it said pre-order. So I was under the impression that all the ones I was seeing were just like demo models that people mm-hmm. got, but I think it was like that they sold out. Or maybe they didn't get allocated, allocated any in the beginning. Um, And it was like, oh, shipping August 30th. I got to thinking, I'm like, man, we're going to have to install this wall unit. And that was like the, the catalyst for like thinking about it's like, you know, third floor in Hoboken, tiny elevator, lugging up a 60 pound Makita chop saw. The stand is like five feet friggin' long. It's really awkward too. Yeah, it's horrible not just the weight; it's the size, the shape
3: yep. and you
1: want to be careful with it. Cause that poor saw has just been beat to hell. Yeah. It's just- yeah.
0: Yeah. And storing it in the van on the stand is really bad. It just, you know, it was like it had put dents in the side of the van and it just, yeah. I think the saw fell off a couple of times. Um, so yeah, like we're looking at saws and it's like, you know, Makita has a, a eight and a half inch, cordless we wanted cordless first and foremost because you know a lot of times we just got to chop something in the van real quick on an install like hey we got this piece of toe that just needs to be cut to length like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna break it out the saw set it up like just open the thing cut it
1: we're addicted to cordless on a job site
0: yeah i would love a cordless table saw now um so you know you got makita which we're already into the eight and a half is is a uh, a 40 volt. So it's a different battery. Okay. Now, Matabo makes an eight and a half. And let me see who else. I don't think Milwaukee's making one.
1: Is is uh, Matabo Hitachi? Yeah. Because they used to be like, uh, it was corded, of course, but they used to be a really good yeah version of that size saw.
0: So who so, Bauer makes a seven and a quarter inch cordless? <laughs>
2: Not not Warrior. (laughs) Rigid
0: makes a seven and a quarter. Dewalt makes a seven and a quarter.
2: Makita makes a seven and a quarter. I searched for eight inch, eight and a half inch. Why am I getting... Makita, eight and a half. Uh, Bosch, eight and a half, cordless. Matabo, eight and a half, cordless. So, you know, there's only a handful. Well, the Makita and the
0: Matabo, which were the two main ones aside from the festival to look at, are literally the same price as the festival. Yeah. They're $1,000 saws with no batteries. Now, we don't have any 40-volt Makita batteries. We don't have any any Metabo, whatever the hell batteries those are. We don't have any festival batteries. So, okay, we're at an even playing right. field. Now, the second part to look at is the stand. All the other stands suck. They don't, they're not easy to move around. You know, like the Festool is like uh, 18 inch wide with two big wheels. And the saw is, it's, it rotates 90 degrees down. So it's easy to move around. It's purpose designed for exactly what we want to use it for. Yeah. It's made to stay on the stand aside from those gravity rise stands like that Bosch have. I think makita they probably all make them now. Those gravity rise stands, which I used to have when I was a, you know, a, like a carpenter, they're huge. They're heavy. Yeah. This is the most elegant festival always has the best system. And this is what I said to a couple of guys. It's like, if the price is the same, I'm always going to go with the festival because yeah. the engineering is, is second to none. It's way better than anybody else they think of everything it it's is not, it's well, not all, everything but they think of all these things that nobody else thinks so all the little things mm-hmm. right? um the blade storage on the bottom of the stand the yeah. you know the the ease one knob adjustment for the height of the wings yeah. and this thing has wings that go out the wings are probably five feet maybe nah, yeah. four feet and then they extend and then they have a stop that extends another out to like uh what was it? 250 millimeters. So a hundred inches. Yeah. Um, so you basically have 200 inches of, of wing full support, no little adjustable, uh, real roller or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's a real aluminum fence. Yeah. It's nice. Um, yeah, the whole thing. then the way the
1: fence, uh, it has its own little kit to like,
0: Oh, the put end caps. And- yep.
1: You know, you sling it over your shoulder, or it, it actually has a little home on the stand, so you can wheel it in together. It yep. tilts
0: in there. Uh, so yeah, oh, I'm dripping my freaking seltzer over my post-it notes. I, um, like I had said, I'd ordered for ordered it from Tool Nut, and it had that pre-order, and it said mm-hmm. the thirtieth. I'm thinking we got this install coming up, and this is really a time when we're going to need it. So I said, well, why don't we try and find it locally and cancel that? So called the two closer places and then the third place which is where we bought um like the mfk 700 i don't know if we bought i think we might have no we didn't get get? the rotex there no i think that was the only thing we got but they're like a well-stocked festival dealer and they had it
1: yeah we'll remember them next time probably yeah yeah,
0: that was a good call by you because i wasn't even thinking about jaeger um so yeah we went down to jaeger lumber in belmar and they had it so we picked that up And then we shot up to an install in Plainfield. 43 minutes. A reception desk that has been in the shop for over three months. (laughs) And we met the PM, the reason it was here for three months, apparently. Yeah. Let me look up the email. Um, And uh, where I say, when do you need it?
2: (laughs) All right. Let's see. Blah blah blah. Thanks for the update. I wanted to see the exact wording. Yeah. Floor plans. Um desk. Okay, there we go. Drawings. Anyway, I'm not gonna bore you with this, but
0: it was like, you know, I said something like, okay, when do you need it? ASAP. Yeah. ASAP. May 12th. We got paid on that. I finished it by, I think the 14th. Like Mm -hmm. I, I literally took an entire day and knocked the whole thing out. This is the developer that we talked about where we made them pay a hundred percent upfront because they were kind of shady. The designers are cool with, they're, they're fine. They're trying to work within this dude's BS. Um, so, yeah, had it done by, let's say, the 14th of May. It's now the 17th of August. It's over so three months. It sat here for three months when they needed it, quote-unquote, ASAP. Um, and we went to this building, and we saw some of the work that we bid on. Oh, my God. And didn't get, and it is so bad. I don't even know how you would manage to do what they did. Yeah,
1: and, and we're not being nitpicky, we're not being condescending, no. you know, or it, it was just, it was as if, like, they had the
0: laborers do the work. Like, just, like, totally unacceptable work. Like, not like, oh, yeah, I could see, like, you know, things got hairy on install and this got messed up. No, yeah. it was bad. Yeah. Um, real bad. <laughs> we were sort of like, man, Look at this. Like the miters <laughs> were cut wrong and then they like cut a piece and like slivered it in there. Yeah. And that was on two of the two miters like a, that I looked at. I didn't like even look at the other two. A quarter inch gap. Yeah. On the miter. And then the <laughs> corners were all busted out. The butt joint was uneven. The edge banding was peeling off. It, it was bad. And you know, like the thing is, we could have done that in melamine and probably mm-hmm. fit, the, fit the bill for yeah. what they wanted to spend. But, yeah. you know. Um, the it, sectionals that we were supposed to build apparently never got built. Yeah, they they wound up surrounding the fireplace with just some painted wood. Um,
1: did we bid on on the fireplace? No, oh. no, but um, it looked like a a budget concession. You know,
0: I'm getting that musty smell. It's not the. It's not the. Like that. Sorry, I'm pulling off the. Windscreen. You can hear me sniffing the microphone. I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. Maybe it's this rug from sitting in the. In the old studio. Yeah, because it's kind of moist in there. Could be. Yeah. I'd be fine with getting rid of this stupid rug anyway. Yeah. Well, when the remodel comes. It's one of those things where sometimes I can smell it and sometimes I can't. But my nose is always like half stuffed when I'm here because all the mm. freaking dust. Yeah. So uh, we we unloaded, set it up. We're waiting for the PM or whomever whose contact info we got. I I called him and then, you know, guys walking by. I'm like, is that Rich? Yeah. And he was in the car for a while. And then he finally came out and just like walks right by us. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like you rich? Yeah. Like if you're the PM and you see guys working on the job that you've never seen before. We
1: were totally in his line of sight. Two strange guys come in, just start setting the desk up. I went to
0: the door and looked at him in his car about 10 times. So yeah. like he knew that people were there. Like, wouldn't you be like, oh, hey, you know, who are you? And what the hell are you doing here? Kind of thing. Like, so, like, yeah, where do you want this desk? He's like, looks good right there. Like, okay, (laughs) we're going to finish screwing (laughs) this together. We're going to get the hell out of here. Like, because as little as you care, I care even less.
1: (laughs) Yeah, his attitude. Poor Rich had the the sense about him that he was just fed up with the job. He just... Wanted to go home and never see uh the eight oh three. Is that the name of it? Uh
0: maybe. The (laughs) quote unquote (laughs) eight oh three. Yeah. So yeah. It was it was nice to see that because it confirmed our own um experience. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I mean it looked good. Very simple, just black melamine cabinets. Like they wanted it so cheap that there weren't even shelves inside the open cabinets. Yes. So. Which more power to them! I'm waiting to get a text like there's no shelves. It's like I literally told you that no shelves. You want to add shelves? Oh, it's it's a plenty extra now yeah. to go back there and drill those holes. And- yeah, I don't remember how big they were too. So we're gonna have to charge you to go up and uh, field and, measure and measure. Yeah, um, it's we're gonna it's, need a stipend for
1: lunch as as basic. And you know, bare bones as that thing was, it's still the nicest thing. Yeah, which is scary, <laughs> very scary. Just black melamine with edge banded. You know, it's funny though. I had forgotten all about that edge
0: banding we used on the prefin,
1: which was really cool.
0: Yeah, the fake multiply.
1: Yeah, it looks great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff's nice. Uh, if
1: people don't know about it, it's like. Um, it's edge banding. It looks like really
0: nice, you know, like multiply Baltic birch kind yep. of plywood. And even like even more contrast than Baltic yes. birch. I feel like. like Baltic birch that had like finish on it. Um, and it's half mil PVC.
1: Yeah. It's, it's
0: nice. I mean, I wouldn't mind having some of that. Yeah. Yeah. We even used import. It's prefin import birch for the interiors, but it, it looks, you know, that stuff is, it tends to be like um, yellow, but in like a, like, uh, I don't know, like the maple is yellow, but more like towards orange. This is like very mm-hmm. like yellow, yeah. like a white yellow. Um, but Hey, you know, listen, they knew what they were getting. I, I laid it all out. You want, yeah. you need a reception desk and it, it can only be $3,750 and we got to bring it up there and put it in. Yeah. We can only spend so much on material and they wanted a toe base with led lights. I'm like, what are you freaking crazy? <laughs> Granted, it only took me a day to build it, and we probably only got like I don't know, three hundred dollars in material into it. But listen, we got to make money on some jobs too. Yeah. And when you're a pain in the ass, there's a tax. I'm not willing to do you any favors.
1: Um. And uh. Yeah. That rich was. I looked good right there. That's all right. Yep. He he didn't want to have anything to do with it. He's like, yeah, I think the girls will be here later. I'm like, okay, good. They can they can move
0: around if they want. Yeah. Um. Like I said, we were in and out. Yep. Very quickly. There's not even any power for that thing. Like we're going to run an extension cord from the wall. I know. I know. It's so they don't need like a phone or a computer or planned. It's really not well thought out at all. They're going to put a, a, a a wire chase on the wall, probably to a piece of wire on the floor with a piece of duct Duct tape tape. over top of it.
1: Yep. Stupid. You can, you can see it. You can see it now. It's going to be duct tape is they're gonna call us and want
0: to know where the grom where are the grommets. Oh no, they're not gonna call us. Another slumlord developer, you know, they want to build this flashy looking build. If you if you could just picture what you think this building looks like, and that's exactly what it looks like: mm-hmm. white, dark stone, gray. Yeah, you, you know, that's exactly what it looks like on the outside. You yeah. you just picture a gentrified apartment building Hipster in a central, yeah, in a bad you know what some people would refer to as a bad neighborhood. Um, that's what it is. And they don't want to spend any money and they're going to rent them out for probably $2,000 a month for a one bedroom and, you know, and walk away laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. yeah. But meanwhile, you know, they got an extension cord taped to the floor in the lobby.
1: Yeah. You can imagine the appliance package
0: in those places too. You know, it's going to be all like super budgety. Mm-hmm. Package room that we bid, empty. Sectionals that we bid not didn't exist. The elevator surrounds and that wall thing that oh, we bid were, you know, super crusty. Really janky. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get off our high horse. Then we came back here. <laughs> Hang on, I'm still climbing down. <laughs> yeah, set up set up the, the K-Packs, which it's nice. It's real nice. It is. And it's- then uh, delivery showed up with some some material from Hayfla and another cart. Our, our salesman rich was able to get us a, on here, was able to get us a good deal on another lumber cart, which we, we needed pretty bad. So That was cool. You know, we had a big order, like a thousand dollar order. Cause I ordered a uh, hardware for like three jobs. Um. So free
1: shipping at 500, but it did come on this, uh, grotesquely large
0: pallet. Uh, yeah, which we're gonna have to dispose of now. The guy the guy was expecting us to pick it up with the forklift. I'm like, how the hell do you think we're gonna pick
1: this thing up? Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to be nice to him and like, can't we just cut it out and uh, you know, we'll just bring it in the side door here. No, no, no. And I so I come in and Jeff says, All right.
0: <laughs>
1: we're not picking it up. The guy was, so I'm not, you can't, you got to take the pallet, too, he tells us. He's like, all
0: right, you got to come up here and do it. I'm not allowed to touch it. I'm like, oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then he made us take the pallet. Yeah. I said to Rob, he said, what would happen if I just went inside and closed the door?
3: Yeah.
0: You going to come beating on the door? I would have liked to have done that. He wasn't so, he wasn't so cool. No. Grumpy freaking truck driver.
1: But speaking of cool truck drivers, let's uh, send out a, a get well wish to our favorite truck driver.
0: Yeah, Joe. Got rear-ended in, in the truck and uh, hurt his, his back and his neck. So Hopefully, he'll be in good health again soon. Yeah. Speedy recovery, Joe. Yeah. I don't know if he listens to the podcast. I think he might. He might. He yeah. might. He's more of a video guy. Hopefully, he um found the Today's Craftsman. Yeah. So tomorrow we have another site visit for a vanity and some, looks like some alterations in the kitchen. So we'll, well yeah. maybe we'll have 12 jobs on the book, not on the books, 12 jobs in production by the end of the day tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Cause they need to be in, in about uh, five weeks. <sighs> where's uh where's our Mrs. Miss- Mrs. Mom. Yeah. I'm fine. Like the- there's no problem getting the work done. It's all the other shit that's got to get done. That becomes a problem because it takes you away from, I mean, how many hours was I in the shop in the last two weeks? Not too. I mean, you were in here a lot. Yeah. I think I got about 12 shop hours in the last two weeks. <laughs> um, and it's the, sh- the office is so
1: warm. Yeah. And it's just, it's stultifying the air. That's
0: a good word. Yeah. Um, Even with the window open, the fan, I had the door open for a little yeah. bit. It doesn't do anything. And
1: it's such a grind. Yeah. At the, at the computer. It's, it's okay for a change
0: of pace, but day in and day out. Mm-hmm. It, got that uh, LBI restaurant job to throw mm-hmm. some rough prices on. I'm just going to hit them with some big numbers. Yeah. You know. Oh, we didn't mention that We got Dan uh, work, doing some work for us. Yeah, Dan, our old coworker from the, the last shop, um, helped us out with the drawings for the salon. Did a really good yeah. job. We have some edits for him.
2: What the? Hey Alexa, stop talking. What did Alexa? What triggered Alexa?
0: I don't know. Saying her name would, but we didn't say the name. No, we said Dan. Yeah, that's weird. Um, Alexa over there, we have an Echo Echo Show or whatever that we used to use for for the music. Yeah, I don't know. It's just here as a clock now, basically. <laughs> um. But yeah, Dan, uh, did some mosaic drawings for us and, uh, that'll become a more regular thing. Um, got Steve at parts, cut a CNC, right? Yeah. So this salon job, bunch of melamine, we're just going to send it up to Steve. He'll cut it. You know, this is how we're going to manage taking on 10, 12 jobs at a time is that.
3: Hmm.
0: Here we got a delivery. Um, is you know we're gonna have to farm out some stuff. We're gonna have to farm out some drawing. We're gonna have to farm out some fabrication in terms of uh, being cut on the CNC stuff like that, which is fine, you know. Yeah, and and next week, uh, cross your fingers.
1: That's when they're gonna have the drawing. Yes, for the street big.
0: Yeah, so that'd be nice. Yeah, we could really use it. Yeah. Um big time. Oh. Uh,
1: Jeff uh, cut out the parts. Oh, I forgot how
0: bad the saw was because I hadn't used it in a while.
1: And it's, it was nothing super critical either. It was for the,
0: for the miter saw stand. I could hear them over there cursing. They're all jacked up. They're they're, like had a lot of, I hope, hopefully John didn't shoot any pictures like or shoot any video too close because like stuff's out square, different sizes. I'm like, Oh my God. Not up to your usual. No. And you know, the melamine's so heavy. Hard to cut. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. I was thinking um, after afterwards this morning, I was laying there on my pillow, and it came to me, the, the blocking for the top. You know, we ran into that uh, conflict with the knobs. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. What if we, on the next go-around, we had the top where the pocket holes were on the inside so that they weren't showing, and we... Brought the blocking in just like underneath the saw. Yeah,
0: so that way we could keep them tight to the. Yeah, we had um, just one layer, that, right? You know, yeah. one layer and then a second layer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, it was all on the fly. Was- oh yeah, like I drew it in fusion, but you know, once you start, and I I cut all the parts, edge banded them, and then we're shooting the video. It's like it's too late to make any changes. We just got rolled it. <laughs> yeah. So if you watch the video, don't judge too closely.
1: Yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to happen because it was all first time stuff. You yeah. know, there was no prototyping. There was no nothing. It was yeah. just, you know, run and gun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're at an hour and 10 minutes. We better, uh, uh, we better wrap it out. up. We got uh interview coming up. We got to get that. We got to chop up that pallet. I got to put that finish putting that shop
1: cart together. Yeah. I, so, I think I'm going to do the pallet first, get it off the sidewalk.
0: Yeah. It might be gone for all we know. So uh, oh, we please God. That would it. be great. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Thanks for listening. Everybody take care. Check out all of our friends on uh, social media like Corey yeah. and Rob and RT Woodwork, RT machine company. And yeah. Uh, Lewis lumber. All right. Talk to you next week. Ciao. As always, Rob and I, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in.